Welcome back to Fantasy Island. Today we're going to be attacking our sleepers. And we're not talking about you guys falling asleep, taking a nap, doing anything like that. We're talking about guys that are going to be drafted that could actually get you some big points and be a main guy in your lineup at some point during the season. So with that said, I got King, I got Bombo. Let's get at it. King. Let's go after your sleeper of the 2023 season. Yeah, no, I got it, T. You know, it, it, it's really important when we're looking at these sleepers. We talked about all these sleepers in the pre-show. We talked about everything that's going on. We talked about all these different guys that we could pick, guys that were drafted real high with high expectation that didn't pan out the last couple of seasons. Who's going to break out? New opportunities, new faces, new additions to the team. There was a lot. And it was really hard to come up with these these two players basically we broke it down into two guys one on my side one on bombo's side but i'm gonna go with a guy who was drafted last year had some high expectation because he had some shoes to fill but i think this is his year to sort of break it out and i think when we sort of talked it out and i'm gonna throw it to him after i get done to sort of wrap mine up a little bit when he talks about his but i'm going with sky Moore, right sky Moore is a speedster you know, he got drafted in Kansas City to basically replace Tyreek Hill. They knew that this guy was all about speed, that they needed to get that speed back that they lost with the Cheetah. Obviously, that guy's a one-off. Nobody else is like him in the league. But they need to get close, and they needed a guy who's versatile, a guy that could move around the, the lineup, can move around different positions, and get those mismatches that they need. When we started talking about this guy, I started loving him more because of a comment Bombo made to me. Bombo started telling me this is the way that they, they worked Tyreek Hill in to this system when he first came in. They used him on special teams. They used him on a couple gadgets, a couple end arounds, things like that, just to get him used to it the first season. And then he exploded the second season. And I think that was the thing that sort of when I started looking at it, looking at his numbers last year towards the end of the year, he got a lot more involved. And... I think this is his year to really take off. Sure, there's Kadarius Tony there. You still got Valdez Scandling there, and who actually did good for them last year. You know, and you got Travis Kelsey, the beast there. Obviously, I understand that, but I really think this guy's going to have a breakout year. I don't think anyone's looking at him to draft him anywhere. I think you can get him late, sixth, seventh, eighth round, maybe even later, possibly. I mean, probably at the end of your draft. Depends on really what's going on in the players and the, and the guys you have getting drafted in your league. But I think Sky Moore with the quarterback, with the system, with a year under his belt, understanding it, I think it's time to unleash him. And I think they're going to be really cautious in the preseason so that people don't really get a whiff of what they're doing until this thing starts. But my sleeper this year is Sky Moore. That's a good pick, King. And I, we'll take it back. Back in time to this time last year, I remember asking both you gentlemen, if you had a choice at your number one receiver in Kansas City right now, who would you guys take? Both of you guys said Sky Moore. And that's based on the potential. That's based on what he has as far as the intangibles with the speed, the quickness, fast twitch, and just who's left back there. That was at a time when they had Juju Smith-Suster, Valdez-Scantling. And I think we are year early on that. And I agree, King. Sky Moore is going to be the guy that takes that offense to the next level. And we're going to stick with another Moore for a sleeper. And that's Elijah Moore for the Browns. This guy was very vocal about not wanting to be with the Jets, not even during this Aaron Rodgers rebuild. 
he's out, shipped off to Cleveland. And now I, I believe this is not the same Cleveland that we're used to seeing. And this is not going to be the same Deshaun Watson that we saw last year. They got a full camp. They got weapons. And I think the key to Elijah Moore's breakout, and keep in mind, as a rookie, he broke out, right? He was, he was leading the league and receiving for about three weeks as a rookie with nobody slowing to him. He has Deshaun Watson, but I think the key is he has Amari Cooper on the other side. Now, let's look at Amari Cooper's history. Wherever Amari Cooper's been, there's been that other guy that blew up. When Amari Cooper was with the Raiders, it seemed like Michael Crabtree might have been the better receiver, even though Amari Cooper was obviously the number one. Crabtree was eating. When Cooper was in Dallas, CeeDee Lamb started eating. Even Michael Gallup started eating. He draws that safety. He's a great receiver. Cooper's great. But I think you're going to have Elijah Moore in a lot of one-on-one coverage with lesser corners. You're going to see Deshaun Watson still knows how to pick apart a zone because he extends plays and he can get it done with his legs. And Elijah Moore is a talent. DK Metcalf and all these Ole Miss receivers said Elijah Moore is the best receiver to come out of there. And he's physically gifted. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder, which I know on this show, playing with a chip on your shoulder should be a stat because we bring it up all the time. Elijah Moore talked his way out of there. He's in a favorable position. And I believe that right now the Browns are playing with house money. Nobody's expecting a lot from the Browns. People are expecting the same level of production from the other teams in that division. And I think the Browns have a sneaky chance of utilizing some of their offensive weapons and putting points on the board. Whether that leads to wins or losses, it doesn't matter. We're talking about fantasy. And we're talking about winning your fantasy league. I think Elijah Moore could win your fantasy league because you're going to be getting him in the 12th round anyway. What do you think, King? I like him. I I love the fact that they're actually going to utilize him. I mean, if you look at his rookie year in New York, he was the guy. He was the guy who was getting these long passes. He was the guy getting the long touchdowns. And then it just sort of went away. And he sort of got put on the shelf. I think one concern I have, and like we talked about in an earlier segment, is we're recording this the weekend of all the first preseason games. He came up with a little bit of a rib injury his first game. So I'm going to keep watching him. Because ribs could linger a little bit, but I, I really think he's going to have a great year. I think it's a great pick, Bombo. What say you, T? I think you guys both had some great picks. I do love me some Sky Moore. I am kind of partial to him, so I give the edge to uh, King on that one. However, I'm going to throw out two quick names, rookies, that are going to be sleepers, in my opinion, guys. And that's Deuce Vaughn of Dallas and Roshan Johnson of the Bears. Both of them in the first preseason games. They were running like trucks. And, I mean, I got to tell you right now, that Bears backfield, there's tons of studs that are in the backfield right now. But Roshan Johnson, he could catch the ball out of the backfield. He could do so many different things. So I love me some Roshan Johnson and Deuce Vaughn. I think he's going to be one of those guys to look out for. So everybody just keep him on the radar. And we'll see everyone on the next one. 